All right, episode 21. So this weekend, my father is celebrating his 60th birthday. Happy birthday to you if you ever uh, happen to come across this, this video. But he's, he's kind of having this big, major blowout party, the celebration, right? 60 is a big year. He's going to have, he's inviting a lot of family uh, in town. I've got some family coming in from Ohio. Uh, he's got some old college friends, some, some work colleagues, uh, just really a lot of different people in his life, at least like 50 different people. And it's this all day kind of Saturday event. And most of the people uh, I've distantly known the the majority of my life, but this this big day is like slowly approaching, but this big day is slowly approaching, right? And there's just one thing kind of that's been in the back of my mind, and that's that's the small talk that that I will have to endure throughout this throughout this big day. Now, I have always struggled with conversing and small talk, but there's an added level of kind of anxiety, I think, going into it this this weekend, uh, just because because I lost my job, right? And for most of my life recently, my my career is something that's really just defined me. And I feel like that's been like the last, I don't know, five years. And it's kind of nerve wracking of thinking about, okay, what am I going to talk about? You know, I don't want to, I don't want to bring this up to people. I don't really want to talk about it. So what do I, what do I really talk about? Uh, I just don't, I don't know. I don't want to put people in that situation. I don't want to be like the guy who's, who's like, oh, I just lost my job or I'm in between jobs. Uh, that just immediately kind of puts the other person in this weird spot in this awkward situation where they don't know how to respond or they don't know what the situation is. They don't know if they should feel bad or not. And it just, I don't know, whatever it is, it's just not a good situation to put other people in. And I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy to, to put someone in this awkward spot. So I think this weekend will be just a, a true test for me because I want to find a way to have engaging small talk uh, without really diving too much into into my personal life as much. That's the goal. Now, I am an introvert through and through. I am a wallflower. I rarely will be the one to engage in a conversation. And one thing I've noticed throughout my years of observing people in social settings is just everyone just kind of really wants to talk about themselves. And if you give people the the opportunity to talk about themselves, they'll really leave the conversation thinking like, wow, that was a great conversation. Uh, the person you're talking with is, is so great because you really just you really just gave them the opportunity to, to speak, right? They, that's just all they want. Uh, basically, Everyone loves a hype man, right? That's all it comes down to. And if you just continuously just hype people up and make them feel good about themselves or just make them feel interesting, uh, they're going to they're gonna want to talk to you. No matter what it is, you you can make someone feel really good just by just by hyping them up and making them seem really interesting, even though they, they're, they're probably not. I can act interested pretty much all day long. You can tell me the most boring thing, the most whatever you do in life, if you have you have a really boring job, if whatever it is, I can I can put on a show for you and act like it's 
the most interesting thing in the world if I really want to. But the one thing I'm really bad at is just transitioning topics. So I'll ask you like one to two questions and then all of a sudden I just get stuck. Like last week, for example, someone was telling me a story and the only thing I could really do was just just listen and I was just being like, oh, and yeah, and that's crazy and that's so funny and I would just continuously just like not know what to say other than that and I was kind of just, the conversation just ended because I didn't know how to really continue it. And one thing I feel like I always do is just agree with people just to keep the conversation really going. I'll be like, yeah, of course, or yeah, totally. And then without hesitation, I really just, I really just agree uh, because I don't want the situation to get awkward. I don't want the situation to like be tense. So I'll just agree with whatever the person is saying, right? Because if I disagree, like one, like yes, to granted the the conversation will keep going, but then it will just it could take it could take a bad turn. It could get pressured. It could get intense. It could just get awkward. And I'm putting myself in a in a situation where I've kind of got to back up what I'm saying. And I'd rather just not do that. I'd rather just agree with them and like move on because I don't want to just I don't know put myself in this position where. I guess even if I if I do disagree, they could take it in a in a wrong way, right? And that's that's not what I want. And like one example is is sports. Uh, I live on the West Coast. I went to school up in Reno, and there are a lot of Golden State fans on the West Coast. Everyone loves Golden State, pretty much. Uh, if you're not a Lakers fan, you're a Golden State fan. And I fucking hate Steph Curry. He's always chewing on his mouthpiece. Uh, the way he brought his kids into like the post game interviews, just how his wife gets involved all the time on Twitter. I, I mean, I think she's been better lately, but in the really beginning of his career, like that just happened a lot. And if he comes up in small talk, which sports often does for me, that's one of my definite go to's in most conversations. I'd be like, yeah, Steph Curry is great. He's awesome, man. I like He's just, he is the greatest. And that's just because I don't want to disagree with someone. I, I don't want to put myself in that situation and be like, no, I don't like him. Sorry. Like, I'd rather just not have that conversation. And that happens all the time. It could happen in numerous topics. And I don't know. I don't just want to like agree with people my whole life. That's, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to just say yes to everything or seem just super agreeable and not really show my true self. That's just not, it's not fair to me. But yeah, I always do that. I always just agree with people. Um, I think a dream of mine one day is to be a really good, a really good middle. And if you're a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, there's a whole episode about being the middle. Now, what I mean by this is every dinner party really has this this person who can middle, right? Someone who can keep the conversation going on both sides of the table. And if there's a bad middler, then the conversation will either sag or the whole party will kind of just like linger on. But a good middler can keep the conversation going, can keep it moving, can keep discussion just constantly flowing in and out and get everyone at the whole dinner party really engaged. Man, would I love to do this. This is this is a, a great social person who can just keep everything moving smoothly and 
at the end of the night, like you, you want to be that person, right? You want to be a good, a good middler. So for this weekend specifically, I'm not saying that I want to be like the life of the party, but I'd like to, I like to think that I'd be able to hold my own in a room of just really good, fun, engaging storytellers. And this will be a good, a good step in the direction, hopefully for me to possibly one day be a good middler. I mean, I still got time, right? I'm still in my, in my twenties. I can, I'm in many dinner parties. It's not a thing yet for me. So, uh, hopefully this, this is a thing of in the future for me, but it's funny. Uh, my fiance, uh, and I just went to this event and I was introduced to someone new and there was this one person who was just extremely quiet, typically just like I am. Right. Uh, she didn't, she didn't really say a word. She shook my hand. We said, hi, we said, bye. And that was, that was really the extent of it. And when we were driving home, my fiance says, she's kind of a bitch, huh? And I'm like, well, like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really talk to her. I didn't really take it like that, but she's met her definitely more times than I have and has interacted with her. So she has much more of a sense of her personality, but uh, I was just like, yeah, like, I don't know. But it made me think how many people in the past think that I'm just a, uh, just a fucking asshole, right? For, for staying quiet and not really engaging with them when in reality, I'm, I'm not engaging with them so that I don't make myself look like an asshole, but turns out I'm probably just doing the same thing. There's probably been, there's probably been countless people in countless situations where people are driving home after meeting me and they're like, fuck that guy, right? Just because uh, I didn't really, I didn't know what to say. I didn't seem interested. I didn't take the initiative to, to talk to them or to introduce myself, right? And that's just, that's just, could have been how it seemed when in reality, I was just had too much anxiety to, to even think about having a conversation. And in last week's podcast, I mentioned that the greatest way to succeed is really being in charge of your reference group. And who knows how many opportunities I've, I've missed out on just because I didn't take the initiative to really, to really engage in small talk. And I've always been the type of person to be like, well, they didn't take the effort, so why should I take that effort? Ideally, I would like I would want to change that, right? I want to put my best foot forward and and start engaging with people. And you know, I'm not I'm not a kid anymore. I wanna I want to be as engaging as possible, making good make a good impression, and really put myself out there. That's what it's all about: meeting new people and welcoming and welcoming new opportunities. And for now, I'm not saying that like I need to I need to open up and tell everyone my personal life and all these intimate details, uh, because that is like that's definitely not me at all. I'm a very private person. That's just that's just how I am. But I at least want to make make that good impression. And I think most introverts tend to be like curious people, but channeling that that natural curiosity into small talk just doesn't really come easily. And for me, I'm not really an active listener in, in the sense I'm usually in my own head, just trying to come up with another question to ask while they're answering the prior one. I guess that's why I just end up agreeing with with everything that people are saying It's just because I'm I just can't respond fast enough or can't think of a question fast enough. This is a horrible reference. But it's like when when SpongeBob forgets his his own name, and it's an inside look at his mind. And it's just chaos and everything's on fire and little spongebobs are in his brain they're 
they're looking through filing cabinets and, and looking at uh, box, empty boxes, trying to figure out his name. And that's what it's like for me trying to come up with the next question when I'm trying to have small talk. It's just emptiness inside my brain. And I don't know what the hell to talk about. So that's why it just lasts one to two questions. Hey, how's it going? Oh, that's great. And then I just blank and I'm like, well, all right. And then that's it. And then I look like an idiot. So I began, I began looking up interesting conversation topics. And I swear to God, if I was asked some of these questions, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'd rather go go sit with the guy in the corner over there and just not speak at all. They are, they're insane. Let me give you some, some examples. Now, these, <laughs> these are labeled as conversation topics for anyone, all right? Number one, which scent do you find the most soothing? Now, imagine standing at the fucking chip bowl and someone walks up to you and asks you this question. That's, that's insane. You're, you're definitely making an impression because on the ride home, this person is questioning just how you've made it this far in society. Like what? Like the, what smell do you find the most soon? That's just so, it's so odd. One, I think it's too personal and I don't know. Why are you talking about smells? You know, that's just never a, a complimenting, I don't know, topic in my opinion. Number two, what color would you choose to describe yourself? If I ask this question, they're either walking away immediately or, or punching me in the face, I feel like. And in that case, they're definitely a crimson red and you, you've got your answer, right? That's just, what a weird question to ask someone. I don't, and especially like meeting someone for the first time, I would, I would never. Number three, what does your name mean? Now, the only reason you'd ever ask this question, in my opinion, is if you've never heard this name before, right? You're never going to ask this person to the majority of society, a uh, Jim, a Bob, a uh, Amy, uh, Sharon, I don't know. I don't know who you're meeting, but most people just have very generic American names, right? And it's got to be some outlandish name, I feel like, for you to ask this question. And as a white male, uh, what your name means, I feel like can can just come off maybe as a little bit racist, which obviously is not a good start for small talk in any situation that you're in. Uh, so no, I will not be asking that question either. That's like that's like a Michael Scott question to me, I feel like, like, oh, was, was your dad a GI? Like when he asked Karen that like, no, I'm not not going to go down that route. How about this crazy ass question? What gives you goosebumps? Like, I'd be like you right now, you fucking creep. Like, what what kind of what kind of person asks a question like that? So I'm I'm realizing like, don't go to the internet, right? Don't go to the internet for these for these questions. Last one, number five. What's your astrological sign? Now, this one is I guess much more mainstream, but I am not an astrology person. I feel like this is something that really splits society. You can go one or the other way. Do you believe in this stuff? Do you not? And I hate when people are like, oh, you're this? Like, like that makes so much sense. Like, you, like they're acting like they just completely figured you out. And you're just like, come on, man. Like, this is, this is not the direction to start a conversation with me. And I, will, I would never ask someone that question just because, one, it's not interesting. And 
too. Like you, it's such, it's such a one side or the other, like you don't know which way that person's going to be. I listened to an audiobook earlier this year about conversation topics and small talk. And one useful tool I got out of it was to never ask people uh, absolutes. Uh, immediately just put people on edge, make some stress out. These are questions like, what's your all time favorite, whatever, or give me your top three blank, or tell me your number one, whatever this vacation spot, right? This just, this puts people in an incredibly just bad, awkward spot. It puts them on the spot. You know, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of judgment that you can put them onto. Like there's, there's so much weight on questions like those that you never really want to, you never want to put someone in that immediate like type of judgment scenario. Another tactic that the audiobook mentioned was uh, something called parroting. And I really like this technique. Uh, I thought it was thought it was interesting. It's definitely a good way to keep the conversation going. But parroting is a simple technique of repeating someone's kind of last few words in a questioning tone of voice. One, it shows you that you're interested and engaged. And then two, it allows the person to kind of further go into a deeper thought about it or expand on what they're talking about. So it puts less pressure on you to just keep coming up with questions. You can just kind of pair your way through conversation. Now, you obviously don't want to do this the entire conversation or else you'll just look like an idiot and people are going to figure you out sooner or later. But yeah, it's a good way out of a conversation for a small talker, I think. I think it could potentially work this weekend. I'll pair it a few people. We'll see how it goes. Anyways, with all that said, I'm excited to see how it all works out. Uh, don't look on the internet for conversation topics. They're just all horrible. I can't believe, I can't picture a scenario where I would go into any conversation with any of those topics that I listed out. They're just all bad. And you'll make no connections that way. And people are just gonna be like, what the hell's wrong with that guy's son? You know, he's, the kid's a freak. He asked me what my favorite smell was. Like, that's just not gonna be good. That's really the biggest uh, takeaway that I'm learning. But worst comes to worst, I'll just hang out with my three-year-old niece. She's usually pretty easy to talk to. Um, definitely a lot more, more energy that I have to put in playing, but it's all right. It's worth it. But thanks for listening. I appreciate the support. If you have any surefire conversation topics, be sure to let me know. I will use them and let you know how it goes. And that's really it. Things are going well. I'm uh, doing all right. So I think it's business day six without a, without a job. So just kind of trying to stay busy, trying to stay active. Um, my mind is clearly busy with other things like thinking about what I'm going to talk about this weekend to a bunch of middle-aged men and women. So it's keeping me busy. But anyways, thanks a lot. That's it. And talk to you next week. Thank you.